0: Nicole Whitney News for the Soul life-changing talk radio from the uplifting
1: to the unexplained News for the Soul is now in its 25th year of broadcasting tune in live or visit the archives at newsforthesoul.com that's news next on News for the Soul light body healing with Dr. Lara Dr. Lara is a functional medicine health coach, an advanced practice clinical pharmacist specialist, master intuitive healer and channel, and international teacher and speaker on a mission to empower you to take an active role in your healing journey to achieve holistic health mastery of the mind, body, and spirit. Dr. Lara combines energy medicine with functional medicine to facilitate healing at the root level. Call in now to speak with Dr. Lara today. 646-595-4274 646-595-4274 Please welcome Dr. Lara back to News for the Soul.
0: Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back. Today is a beautiful day and I'm so happy to be here with you and I'm glad that you're tuning in for this super informative show that I'm so excited about today. We have Kelly Bonanno, and please tell me if I'm saying your name right, Kelly.
2: (laughs) That is correct.
0: Awesome. Okay. (laughs) She is an eco-lifestyle and wellness coach, mom of two teenage boys, speaker, and host of the Clean Beauty Scene podcast. With over a decade as an eco-wellness educator, she helps women over 40 break free from dieting, lose weight permanently, manage stress, and increase energy without counting calories or giving up, this is my favorite, the wine, chocolate, and fun with her signature holistic and realistic approach, the body harmony method. Kelly also helps business owners reduce sick days and burnout while increasing productivity focus and morale with her innovative wellness programs and workshops welcome I'm so excited to have you today
2: oh I'm so excited to be here thank you for having me
0: oh you're so welcome so let's just jump right in and tell us how you came to be uh, this eco lifestyle and wellness expert
2: well it was a a, not a linear (laughs) kind of a long involved (laughs) So I'll I'll tell you the short version. You know, it's it's funny (laughs) because I (laughs) I did have this this I call it my like foreshadowing moment about about toxins and and what they might do to your health and and to us. In back in the nineties, like when I was still like single and I was working at C B S Television Network and I was in the shower and I was, you know, shampooing my hair and I looked at the shampoo bottle and all the tiny little words that I had nothing, you know, you don't know what they mean, all these things you can barely pronounce. And I thought, how how do we know all of these ingredients are really safe? And I quickly dismissed the thought because conventional wisdom says, well, if it's you know sold on store shelves, it, it must be safe and there must be safety and it would never allow anything harmful, you know, that was going to go on our body. So I mm-hmm. kind of dismissed that. But Then I would hear rumblings about, you know, deodorants. And so I, I remember trying... Crystal deodorant, which never really worked well, and you know back then there were just not a lot of green, green things, and you were really crunchy, mm-hmm. crunchy granola if you were going going green, even back then oh, in yeah. the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> so then, fast forward to 2002, I had my first son, and of course, I've always been pretty health minded. I mean, I, you know, I grew up in California, and like I was following Dr. Oz way before he was on uh, Oprah. And so I've always been fairly health minded. And so when I had, you know, had my baby, of course, you know, how, I mean, any mom knows how it is. You really want to do your best and, and make the most healthy environment and eating the healthy food and all of this, you know, all of that, that. And so then I, I, I didn't really, it was like, I, I knew about the foods and I was really mindful about like what I was eating when I was you know pregnant and, and, Anyway, and I knew about, like, talk, the toxic load to some degree, but it wasn't until I had my second son um, three and a half years later and I got this random email from Dan Jacobson. He's a California legisl- legislator for environment um, out here in California. And, you know, there are no coincidences. I don't remember why I got this email. I don't remember signing up for anything, but it was all about phthalates and BPA and these harmful toxins found in plastic. And I immediately was thinking, okay, my... I was pregnant with my, with my, with my second son, and I'm thinking my little toddler, Joey, at the time. He's almost 20 now. Okay, everything he plays with is, is plastic. Everything, the plates he eats off, his sippy cups. And I'm, I'm thinking, wait a minute, you know, this is not right. So I just, that kind of just got me really down the research. So I really started researching, and, and then that's really the start of it. But it was slow. It wasn't like I did a whole overhaul. Um, but I do remember... You know, learning that okay, you shouldn't microwave anything in plastic, or like put plastic wrap over something in microwave. Back then, now that's sort of mainstream. Most people are, know about that. You know, because toxins leach mm-hmm. into into the food. But back then, people were like look look at me like I had three heads. Like, why can't I microwave my plastic? What's wrong with that? <laughs> and now now right. people are, are yeah. <laughs> so then I just kind of started trying to use cleaner things in the house. And it was just kind of a slow process. Then I started my blog in 2011 and really focused a lot on health and wellness. And then I started learning really a lot about the toxins and the toxins in our products. And and I learned that, wow, there is no regulation. And in fact, that foreshadowing thought I had was right on target. There are no safety measures in place. And they do allow harmful toxins in our beauty, personal care products, household products, all the stuff we put on our skin, including stuff our babies. And kids are using, in um, fact, mm-hmm. Johnson and Johnson that I was using, and I'm sure many parents listening or have used, was one of the most toxic things, and so that just really t- took me on the journey, and I, and that was yeah, over over ten years ago, and I just kept learning and learning and researching, and and now I'm really advocating for for change, but also education because you know we really can't rely on any kind of regulation, even if there is some, because even if there is any, you really have to know your toxins and know what you're putting in your body. And the great thing is now, even more than five or seven years ago, there's so much to choose from. You know, it was really very slim pickings over a decade ago. There was not mm-hmm. a whole lot to use now. Now you can really not only, you know, for every skin type and even every budget, it's not as expensive as, as people might think.
0: Right. I, I, I I can totally relate. I you know my of course journey and the self education has also gone in stages. And I remember when I first started my journey of healing, you know, autoimmune and brain fog and IBS and all my migraines, all those things. One of the first things that came up were toxins past the food. You know, I think we all most of us start with food because uh, yeah. that's just the most uh, you know literally figuratively and literally in our face thing <laughs> and yeah. then and then I think we move on from there when we maybe get a little progress but we're still not where we want to be in terms of how we're feeling and seeing the results and so I went I, I think similar to you like I went through and I did a full like cosmetic detox so to speak and I got rid of all those hair and cosmetic and sunscreen and lotion products that were, and I started using EWG as a resource and just started like purging my house. And it was so funny, like even last night, I don't even know where it came from. Someone must have brought, when they came to visit me, a little sample of Pantene. And I I don't know (laughs) if we're not allowed to say brands or whatever, but I I just, curiosity, I just looked at the label. I was like, ah, I was like, this is toxic. And I like threw it in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) But then beyond that, just recently, I actually went through my whole kitchen and got rid of almost all the plastic, because I think there's also this opinion that certain kinds of plastics are still okay, and you might know more about this um, and maybe can expound on it a little bit, but um, is that true? I sort of have gotten to the point where, like, no plastics are really good at all, and I'm trying to go back to everything being glass. What do you think about that?
2: That's definitely the best. Glass is absolutely the best. Yes, there are certain plastics. If they don't have some of the more harmful chemicals in them, they're, they're going to be, you know, not, not as harmful. But glass is always better because plastic is still, you know, it's synthetic. It's still going to have some kind of chemicals. And a lot of plastics, too, they'll say, oh, BPA-free, but then they might have other things that are just as bad as BPA. Right. So yeah. it's hard to know. Um, but you know, it's hard, it's also why I always always say it's hard to live in this perfect world, in this plastic free world, like, you know, and as you know, stress is is just the number one killer and the number one cause of disease and aging, all these things for premature aging. So I always say like, don't stress about it, like educate and do what you do, but don't stress, you know, about every little thing when it comes to, Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's easy for people to get overwhelmed and think, oh, God, well, you know, I'm damned if I do and damned if I don't. So, you know, maybe get a little apathetic and just be like, I'm not going to do anything. True. But the yes. important thing yes. is, yeah, to know that it's like we all do it in stages. Like none of us <laughs> are, you know, like wake up just perfect one day and are like, oh, I'm going to be toxin free in every single way. And <laughs> and it magically right. just happens. So <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> Absolutely. to go through this in stages and learn different things and, and, you know, just be gentle with yourself and the people around you and in your family too. I think, you know, because we're not all the same place with our exposure to information and, and our readiness to make change. So I think right. that's important. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's talk about our, how this, sinks into our metabolism and our
2: weight ah yes i call it the missing link you know it's Mm -hmm. interesting and i i when i learned about this i thought oh you've got to be kidding me i I mean it's it's not just food we know it's not just food i mean as as health coaches and we you know we know there's so much more that goes into losing weight but also maintaining it (laughs) even more Mm -hmm. importantly maintaining it i mean there's there's Mm -hmm. just so many things that go into it i mean Yes, food, but we know it's not just calories and calories. Especially for women, and especially for women like the, you know my in my age group and the women I help over forty, over fifty, and the perimenopause and menopause. You know, we, we I mean, stress plays such a huge role in sleeping right and and you know just having having you know a healthy relationship with food is, is really the key. But most people don't, and 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 you know who who would know that there was this link. To, to your weight with these toxins. Um, I mean, I didn't even know it for you know the first. Like I said, I'm always researching, and um, so there's certain toxins. I mean, there are literally thousands of toxins in commerce, and less than twenty percent of them tested for safety. There are, you know, many that are known. Like really, you know they have been tested, and they're known to be either carcinogenic so they they can give, you know, increased risk of cancer or known endocrine disruptors, which mean they they can mess with any part of your your endocrine system. And I would say that's that's so dangerous because that's kind of like almost a pinball machine. It's like, okay, the endocrine disruptors go in, but our endocrine system is so many different things. It's like, oh, is it going to affect your thyroid? Is it going to affect your adrenals, your metabolism, your uh, reproductive system, your your neurological, you know? So, mm-hmm. or, or many of those things, um, which is the case in, in, many th- in many ways. And like I said before, there's no regulation. So these things can creep in. And there's, I think it's, I mean, it, I think there's only 19, maybe maybe more now, toxins that are even banned in the U.S. Whereas in Europe, there's, um, I think it's 1,342 toxins that are banned. There are things that they will not allow in Europe, like phthalates, that we allow here. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that tells you something so so these endocrine disruptors there are certain ones that really have a, have, have a big role when it comes to your metabolism, but not just your metabolism, even even your fat cells and the size and number so they 're called mm. obesogens obesogenic toxins, and there's about twenty ish of them, and you know some of the you know, more popular ones that people probably have heard of are BPA, the bisphenol A, the phthalates, um, parabens, um, and you know PVC. You know, the PFOA is another one. Which PFOA is one of those things that makes like cookware non stick mm-hmm. and and it's used in other things too, like like the lining. It's used in the lining of like microwave, you know, popcorn bags. That's why you 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 know, there's a big I think, a lot of enlightenment on safer cookware right now. You'll see the PFOA, PFET, um free cookware, which I mm-hmm. have been recommending for years. Um, MSG, certain flame retardants. Um, you know, I'm not going to go through all of them, but those are some of the, the, big, the big ones. And, you know, they're found so many different places. So, you know, we, we, we're exposed a lot. So they are found in a lot of the conventional cosmetics and personal care products. So that doesn't, you know, obviously that, um, you know, means makeup, but also personal care, deodorants, you know, shampoo, soap. So things that kids and babies and men use. Um,
0: Oh, yeah.
2: You know, it's not just, you know, the beauty beauty things, but also some environmental things, things that, you know, household products um, and plastics, of course, like cigarette smoke. Air fresheners, you know, cleaning products, pollution, you know, you know, and they're found in our food and water supply, pesticides, herbicides. So they're, they are, they're everywhere. I mean, it's just, so they, what they do is they lead to chemically induced weight gain and chemically induced weight loss resistance. Very similar to, and I know you, of course, know about this, medication that causes mm-hmm. weight gain. I'm sure, you know, there, I, I mean, I know people, in fact, it happened to me when I went on a certain, I have Hashimoto's, which is another thing. I'm like, oh, I'm sure that was toxic load from years of toxic load. And there mm-hmm. was one medication that that I went on that made me gain a little bit of weight. And, you know, I know a lot of people that, one of my clients, like, she, you know, she was on a medication that, boom, almost overnight gained 15 pounds. So this obviously has, has nothing to do with food. This is chemically induced. And that's how these, these obesogens work and so it you know it's happening on a cellular level nothing to do with calories in calories out right
1: right i'm
0: i'm can i i want to interject oh yeah i want you to keep going but i also want to (laughs) interject
1: no absolutely i i
0: i just want to um help people maybe understand just a little bit of a layer deeper about their biology in relation to this so that would be great yeah yeah so for all of you out there what determines your, your weight, like your set point and your metabolism, is not just one thing. It's your estrogen. It's your testosterone. It's your progesterone. It's your thyroid hormones. It's your insulin, which is pumped out by your pancreas. It's, you know, your liver and how optimal is your liver functioning. It's your adrenal hormones, cortisol, pregnenolone, all of these things, and they all work together in concert. So when we have one at about, uh, one of my practitioners early on sort of described it to me as a three-legged stool, the HPA axis. You have your adrenals, your thyroid, and your sex hormones. And when one of them you know, sort of gets insulted or run down or interfered with, your body can compensate for a fairly long time until one of the other ones starts to get exhausted. And then then the dominoes start to fall and then that's when you start to feel really really crappy and you find and your body has a harder time re equilibrating and coming back to homeostasis so a lot of this is about <clears throat> and you mentioned it before Hashimoto's and and just autoimmune in general autoimmune is a huge umbrella that can encompass yes. a variety of these uh, immunomodulated dysfunctions that again, but they're still all connected. And so um, I would just want people to understand that it, this really is a whole body, whole system issue. And it might present itself in your body as a certain something. Like so for you, Kelly, it was Hashimoto's. For me, yeah. it was IBS and then, you know, uh, devolved into a full-on adrenal fatigue over many years. And so I think this is important to just also point out that um, this is not something that just magically happens overnight. It is a long-term development. And so that's also why so much of our metabolism and our weight and how easy it is for us to lose weight or maintain weight um, can really be sort of uh, extrapolated out to way more than food and exercise. Um, yes yeah this is all i love how you explain that important (laughs) okay now keep going (laughs) no
2: i love that that was beautiful (laughs) and it is and it's like when people people just so think that i just need a diet i just i gotta do this i gotta white knuckle it and go on this diet and it's like okay can you do that and lose weight yeah but so much more like you're saying it's it's so much more than than just that um yeah i love how you explain that so now, and also, are you going to go clean and clean and, like, drop 20 pounds in a week? No. It, you know, it, it, it happens, you know, it's, but you're not going to, you know, eat clean and drop 20 pounds in a week either. You know, it it, it, it takes everything. And interestingly, the um, environmental science considers um, stress a toxin, you know, and so that's why I'm so, I mean, I'm so passionate about, I put stress under this toxin umbrella and, and stress is such... Mm-hmm oh, my God, it just leads to so much. And, I, I mean, I've had my own personal, you know, battles and things that have caused stress in my own life and in my body. And I I can't impress upon people how, you know, managing stress but also perceiving it better is is so important. I mean, I'm like a poster child for <laughs> like, what stress can yeah. do. Um, so the and the, the interesting thing about, about this, the toxic load is people – you know, yes, you know, it's not like, oh, go green and, you know, clean and green and lose onions, but you, you can. People do lose weight. It's just one more piece of the puzzle. It's one more tool in your arsenal for healthy living and healthy weight. You know, it's like I say, I call it the missing link because people don't really think about it. So, and I, I'm like, okay, if you're going to, you know, maybe gain a few pounds, who wants to do it with to- because of toxins? Like do it because you went on vacation and ate too much and had a good time with um, you know, nachos and cheeses. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. So yeah, let's, yeah. Let's talk
0: about that a little bit. Yeah. So like even you know when people are on their own, on their quote unquote diets, they're stressed usually. They're not enjoying themselves, and that's oh, actually yes. like working against them. Their whole you know process and reasoning and then and most of us don't even realize that and i can definitely say one of the most stressful times in my life was during pharmacy school i put on 15 pounds and that whole time i could see myself you know the scales inching up my clothes are getting tighter and i was still exercising and eating my what quote unquote what i thought was healthy for me at that time but i just kept inching up and then lo and behold it took me about, like, two years after pharmacy school and then after my residency, which was also super stressful, to finally start oh, to see that weight dissipate. And it was just stress. That's all it was.
2: Yeah. Isn't so, that, isn't that yeah. just amazing? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I can um, imagine how stressful that was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so let's maybe um, – where do you want to go next? Do you want to talk about – specific things like in beauty and personal care, or do we want to talk about um, some like mitigation strategies and, and what do you feel? Definitely.
2: Like? I, I, yeah, I don't want to just say, okay, guys, it's,
0: it's <laughs> toxins can't right. and go ahead and go out there and do,
2: try, try to go. No, we're going to give some good practical tips of what you can do to reduce the toxic load and mitigate okay. yeah, some of this chemically induced uh, weight gain. Um, before we do, And I don't want to get too, you know, science-y, but but it does help to sort of understand because it's kind of like, wait a minute, why, what is, okay, it affects the metabolism um, because it can potentially directly or indirectly increase, you know, the risk of obesity. It disrupts the metabolic, metabolic hormonal or developmental process. And here's what's Mm -hmm. really important to know too, and this is what another thing that shocked me, is our bodies respond to tiny doses. Because I think people think, well, you know, there's just a couple things and a few things, and it's not very much, you know, not much exposure, but it doesn't take much to affect. So, and then if you think about all the products we use on a daily basis, and then all the ingredients Mm -hmm. in those products, it adds up to to hundreds. Now, not, not all of them are toxins or not all of them are obesogens, but it's still a lot. And so with these obesogenic toxins, they can promote fat storage and they can alter the metabolism. They can actually increase the size and the number of fat cells and they contribute to metabolic disease, of course,
1: and they, Mm
2: -hmm. you know, alter endocrine regulation of the adipose tissue, which is fat development, and they disrupt hormones that regulate the appetite. So, you know, those the ghrelin and leptin, like the ones that tell you you're Mm -hmm. hungry or satisfied, um, so they kind of disrupt those cues. And Here's what's interesting. They can activate PPAR gamma. This is a master regulator of fat cell development in the body. So activation of this receptor can change the programming of our fat cells and lead to an increase in the number of fat cells. So, you know, fat cells that are, you know, can increase in, in their capacity in fat storage. And it can also mix them up. So like a cell that was maybe going to become a bone cell will become a fat cell. If that makes mm. sense. Like I said, I don't want to get mm-hmm. too too sciencey, but that's that's where the, the disconnect. And you know, our bodies right. are fascinating and, and but still delicate and so these toxins get in there and So Well and
0: yeah, since we're on this too, I think it's important that you you spoke about it a little bit at the beginning with, you know, being a new mom and how, you know, all of us I'm not a parent myself but I can, you know, definitely empathize where if I were, I could, you know, definitely say I would want the most clean environment both in my body while I'm growing the tiny human and then once they're mm-hmm. out into the world providing them, you know, as clean environment as possible. But because this really starts from, you know, the first cell division of gestation And so, and I don't think we think about that a lot either. It's like we're, our bodies are so bombarded and they are like sponges for better or for worse. And then our, our liver gets overwhelmed and our detox mechanisms, they, they keep up until they can't. And then they just get saturated with, you know, all the things that mimic of what chemicals our body thinks are normal. So this is the other thing, like when we call them obesogens or, um, hormone mimickers. It's because these chemicals look so much like our actual hormones in our body that our body gets confused. And yes. so it yes. it takes them in and it makes it hard for our body to get rid of them as fast and as thoroughly as it should. And so this can then affect the development of of the fetus. And, and there's a great, I just want to throw out there this this really fascinating book called countdown by shanna swan and she's a phd research scientist and it really is actually a book about how sperm counts have decreased over the years because a lot of this this toxic burden that is happening sets like in the womb and then throughout development that By the time you know, so much fertility stuff is blamed on the on the woman because we're the ones growing the baby. But a lot of it is actually um, also contributed to lower and lower sperm counts or lower and lower motility because men are just as affected by this as women. To bring light to that, Uh, this is not just a female problem. This
2: yes, you're absolutely right. A human
0: issue. (laughs) We all need to be be aware of this and address it. Yeah.
2: That is so important. Yes. I love that you said that. And, you know, this is interesting. I'm sure, have you heard of the uh, 10 Americans? There's a study done by um, EWG in partnership with the Red, Red Cross. And they tested blood of 10 Americans. And they just tested, like, random things. It was, like, over 200 the, the, the scary thing was they were testing, you know, unborn females. the, the mm-hmm. you know, and so in the placenta, so before they were even born, they already had all these, before they were even out in the world, and, 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 and so, and that's not to blame the parents, the mom, of course, but like you said, it is the mom right. and the dad, but also there's things coming at us that we can't even control, and this is mm-hmm. what is really important is, you know, we can't control what's off-gassing you know, wherever, um, in our home out there, we can't control pesticides at the park and, you know, chemtrails or what, what have you. We can't even really control some of the stuff in the food. I mean, yes, if you eat as organic as possible, you you got a leg up. So I always say, and again, this is, goes back to stress. The, the, the one thing that causes stress is this feeling, you know, like you can't control. Well, control what you can and, you know, try to not worry about the rest. So, Mm -hmm. And this is why I like you know say don't worry about toxic load, is so much. Just do what you can, and you will reduce your toxic load. So we can control what we put on our bodies, you know, and what we put on our kids' bodies. The products we use in our homes, and so that's that's really the best way to to. And of course, like I said, what we eat to some degree. Um, You don't want to be eating. You know, there are toxins in foods also. So, transitioning to the cleaner products on your, you know, that you're using on your body and in your home is the best, your best defense. That's going to reduce toxic blood. In fact, another study, um, well, there's been lots of studies that have tested stuff like this, the uh, Berkeley, and they tested the blood of several teenage girls, and then for three days, put them on a clean beauty and personal care, and then tested again. Levels came down drastically just in three days. So, you know, you really can reduce toxic load. And you know it's a cumulative effect? Some of these are, you know, biocumulative and they store in our fat cells and they're not so easy to get rid of. So, you know, you, you really want to be using as clean as possible. But also... Detoxifying methods, like this, is where I love to, to, to share with my clients. Yes, we don't want mm-hmm. to be bombarding our bodies with toxins, but also there's so many nice detoxifying method, methods, like as simple as um, drinking lemon water, you know, in the morning. Um, you know, dry skin brushing, oil pulling, essence salt baths, exercise and sweating. Um, you know, we, mm-hmm. we're constantly detoxing and then doing our best to not bombard with more. That's that's, and it, you know, you can start slow because I made so your listeners might be thinking, oh my gosh, you know, and they're looking at their Pantene and whatever there might be yeah <laughs> thinking, oh my gosh. So, you know, don't stress about it. It's not, you know, just the best way to transition is one at a time. I mean, you can do more. I mean, I do have some clients that want more of a major overhaul. So, okay. But as you're running out of something, do a little research, get help from somebody and transition to something clean, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: you, you, your favorite lipstick, find a clean version of it. Your favorite shampoo, find a clean version of it. And you, and this is another myth that, oh, you know, organic or clean, it doesn't even have to be organic. It's not necessarily, organic is is not really the goal. It is just, you know, clean, non-toxic, not made with, with mm-hmm. toxins. They can be, they're so effective. There's so many things. So that is yes, really fortifying and nourishing and anti-aging for the skin really great shampoo in fact my hair got much better when i stopped using the toxins that clogged the follicles and caused you know problems in, in the scalp and the hair mm-hmm. so it's it's not like oh they don't work as well because they really they really can it works not only as well but but even better so
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know one at a time is a good is a good place to start and it's also a great to start with your household products because, you know, some of you might be like, oh, my God, but I love my eye cream and I don't have crow's feet. And, and you know what I say? Don't worry about that. Just, you know, change over what you're willing to change over. And then, it's, you know, eventually you, you will get there. And there might be a day where you'll find an eye cream you love just as much. <laughs> you know, that's clean. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, don't worry about that for now. And household stuff is is easy because we're not really, you know, okay, we like a good surface cleaner, but it's not. We're not exactly um, obsessed with it like we might be our favorite lipstick or our favorite you know, um, mm-hmm. serum or or what have you. So that is is probably an easier place to 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 start. Also, people be mindful of candles. Like candles emit when you burn toxic candles, they emit things into the into the air. So, you know even things you might not think about like candles and this
0: how about any of those air fresheners oh
2: god i mean like the plug-ins
0: yeah i don't think oh, people yes, think no. yeah they like anything that smells good unless it's an essential oil is probably not
2: good for you <laughs> you just hit the nail on the head yeah fragrance is one of the most toxic things unless yeah. it's a clean fragrance now there can be a clean fragrance but most fragrance synthetic fragrance are very toxic And here's why the FDA says, Oh, you know, it's a trade secret. You don't have to disclose what you, you know, your formulation for your fragrance because that's your, your proprietary, you know, just, you don't have to. So on a label, if you see the word fragrance, perfume, parfum, within that one word, they can legally hide hundreds of ingredients, including toxic ones, including phthalates. So, you might not even know there's phthalates in there, but it's in the fragrance, so it's in the product. So that's mm-hmm. really important. Synthetic fragrance is is one of the, I always say like, if you stay away from synthetic fragrance, you're going to be pretty clean because they're probably not going to have yeah stuff. yeah <laughs> yeah. And then the other I had really really oh go ahead
0: oh no you go keep going <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, the other. Very important thing, and and this is what trips people up. It trips me up for a very very long time, is what's known as greenwashing. So because there's no regulation, and you know, it, I mean companies can put whatever they want in these formulations, and so there also is no really no laws or rules against claiming, like putting you know the word cure or you know, some form of the word organic or some things even say organic and, or they might have some organic, you know, ingredients, but also toxic ingredients that, you know, like botanical pictures on the packaging and pure, Mm -hmm. fresh, all this stuff, natural, (laughs) these words mean nothing. So they might use some clean, you know, ingredients, and okay, they, or or this is another one. They'll they'll list like five toxins they don't use, and you think, oh great, wow, paraben free, phthalate free, this is great. But then if you know your ingredients, you look, you're like, well, wait a minute, what about these ten toxins? So that's mm-hmm. what really trips people up is they trust the marketing, and who wouldn't? I mean, it's just, it's not, you know. There's no no fault of their own. So it's really knowing your knowing your toxins, but also knowing your products. I think the easiest thing is. And it can take trial and error, you know. You might not like two shampoos you try or what have you, but try it. So a little trial and error, but also just having some good go-to brands that you like and you just know, mm-hmm. and then you don't even have to know your dog. You just know that this is a safe brand and this is what I'm going to use, and that really makes it easier. So the greenwashing is something to really really watch out for. Yes,
0: yeah, yes. Yeah. So um, for me. And I think this is a good tool for a lot of us out there. It makes it a lot easier. EWG actually has an app that you can download, and so when you're at the store, you can um, you can use the app to like scan the barcodes of products, and it'll pop up with you know like a color code of green is good, yellow is meh, and then obviously red is bad. And it'll give you a score, and it'll even tell you like which are the good ingredients and which are the bad ones. So if you you know want something out there to help guide you, I think that's a great tool. I don't know. Do you know of any other um, apps or tools like that besides the
2: EWG one? Yes, I do actually. Yes, EWG is great. I think they're a wonderful organization. They're doing great work. It, it, sometimes it's a little hit and miss. You kind of need to know your ingredients to some degree. There's some things. Like, they put out their sunscreen list. There's a few on there that I wouldn't necessarily, you know. Mm, Okay. You have to kind of know a little bit. Um, You still have to have some knowledge about it or guidance. But, yes, it's good, and it's a great um, guideline. Um, And and also, it just depends. I mean, some people, like I have one client, I mean, she wants it as clean, clean, clean as possible. Like, very picky. And then others, they just, they want safer. They're not, you know so it's all a personal choice like I'd say no green shaming like you know if you want to go 50% fine you yeah. want to go 100% fine it's all a personal choice and the cleaner you go the more healthier it's going to be for you so um, Midori is a, a newish app it's been out for a few years it's really fantastic it's like a google you can put it on chrome and then it, when you're shopping it'll it'll come up and show you you know what different ingredients to watch out for it's m-i-d-o-r-i Midori And um, I know you can find them on Instagram. That's how we connected. Really, really great, uh, great guys that that came up with the app. It's really phenomenal. And then Think30 is another one that that can be helpful. Cool. Um, Awesome. Yeah, I think those are good ones. And I have a lot of resources on my site, too, to kind of make it easier. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so, like, there's a tab that says clean beauty. I've vetted and researched many, many brands. And I just have a list of brands that I, that I, you know, get my eco seal of approval. And so you can kind of trust all of those. And then I have another uh, tab that's like eco household for everything from service cleaners to mattresses to yeah. You know, water filters and there's some, there's some, I mean, yeah, your mattress, even off gases things. So it's, there's a lot, there's a lot to be aware of.
0: Yeah. So I just want to, um, before we start to wrap things up here, I want to sort of go back and retouch on how people can help themselves release their toxic load. So we touched on it very briefly. You talked about dry brushing. And <clears throat> dry brushing, you use a bristle brush, and you use it like from your extremities into the core as the direction, Correct.
1: And yeah. then the reason yeah, the that that the helps heart. is
0: because, yeah, the direction of the heart. And then the reason that is helpful is because it gets your lymph system moving. And the lymph system is like, um like, let's say like you, this might be a little gross, but if you pop the zit, and then like that clear fluid <laughs> that is coming out, that's your lymph fluid. And the reason it's coming out is because it's cleaning that area that, uh, the skin that you just broke. <clears throat> so, your lymph system is all over your body just like your blood circulatory system is and it helps bathe the cells and clean cells and take toxins out of the cells so by getting it moving with this dry brushing you are actually helping yourself detox and and it's a very gentle way and i it's one of those things like when i do it in the morning like i just feel like so much more awake after i do it like i really enjoy it
1: (laughs) and i honestly i don't do it as
0: much as i should i should do it every day but i don't i'm just going to be real but (laughs) and and then the other thing that i really want to emphasize is the sweating so our skin is our largest organ on our entire body and it is the biggest detox organ that we have our liver is fantastic at detoxing but like we already talked about it can become overwhelmed And so one of the ways to take the burden off of the liver is to sweat out your toxins through the skin. So that can be through sauna, steam or dry, it doesn't matter. It could be through a hot bath with Epsom salts like we talked about and yummy essential oils and anything that you love to put in your bath. Or it can be through exercising. So sweating is really important. Is yes. there anything else you want to add to that, Kelly, that I, so like true. any other mechanisms? Yeah.
2: And it's so, I love that you mentioned that the lymph system is so important. And our lymph system doesn't move unless we move it. <laughs> like it doesn't, we have to, right. you know, move it along. And it's really important And it does. It stagnates and it can cause, and it also can, it's like, if um, you use gua sha, gua sha is a great way to uh, get the lymph going in your face. And it's very anti-aging and it, it feels good. Um but the sweating, and yeah, like a hot bath with the Epsom salt, it's funny because I'll sit there and like, you know, you're in the water, but you kind of, your body is sweating. You're like oh, my face will be sweating, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. You, yeah
2: well, you can and I, get I feel good... like
0: you, you can, yeah, you can tell too, like, because when you get out, your body continues to sweat for a while.
2: Yeah. At least mine yeah. does. <laughs> yeah,
0: my like I love taking baths, but I always have to like plan it so that I know I'm not going anywhere, like in a rush afterwards, because I know it's going to take me a while to cool off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true. So true. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so yeah, that's great. Yeah. So tell us. um You mentioned that uh you have a resource. Is it a resource page on your website, or tell us about your website and where to find you and all that good stuff.
2: Oh sure. So, yes, it's kellypanano.com, and, the, oh, my name is <laughs> very easy to misspell, so K-E-L-L-Y, and then B is in boy, O, N is in Nancy, A-N-N-O. People always put, like, the two in the beginning, B-O-N-A-N-N-O. And, yeah, so the menu at the top, you just go to Queen Beauty, and that will list a ton of them, and then on the, there's also a, a menu um, at the top, says free resources, that drops the menu down, your guide to eco-friendly household, that's, you know, gives a lot of ideas there, and um, and then I think uh, we're going to put the link to the summit the, the, the Lose 10 Pounds by Summer Summit that is going to be starting in a couple of weeks, and people actually can start registering now. And everyone who signs up, I'm going to send them my five steps to um, boost some metabolism, and one of the steps. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Most people don't know. This until they <laughs> <read it>. But <laughs> is, de- is is detoxing and, and, and reducing the toxic load and um you know, getting these obesogens out of our out of our life. And it, it goes mm-hmm. more into deep depth about which toxins and how to do it. And so yeah, that can be helpful. But yeah, I'm gonna send that to everyone who signs up, so that's like a good resource too. But awesome. well, we can put awesome. the link for that. And that is just KellyBonano.com slash summit. That's an easy. Okay. Oh, you have a link too, though. You have a link, so you can put your your link. Oh yes, because you're you're yes, gonna be yes. you're gonna be your one of my guests <laughs> on the summit. So <laughs>
0: yes, yes, we didn't mention that before. So yes,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yes, it was a lot of fun um, doing your summit. I really enjoyed it, and I loved all the experts that you brought together to bring such powerful information forward. So I really recommend any of you out there that um if you're just curious about any of this you know you don't have anything to lose sign up and just give it a listen and just be open to you know what what can change in your life in a positive really positive way and really powerful way too
2: yes yeah i was so just humbled and blown away the speakers are are amazing it really is just so much good information and um, i'm excited to get it out to more people
0: Awesome. Well, I really appreciate everything that you're doing. Is there anything else that w- we didn't talk about? I feel like we kind of jumped around that you want to bring forward before we finish up. No, I think
2: we covered, you know, I think we covered most of it, that, you know, there's no okay. regulation and we got to be our own advocates and not yeah. be greenwashed and, and avoid those obesogens. So, so you don't have that, you know, thwarting your, your weight loss uh, goals. And reducing toxic load is just, it's so important for health, of course. But, you know, when it, like for our topic today, when it comes to metabolism, it's just one of those things that people don't, don't think about. And I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, it's the green movement is growing and more people are becoming aware.
0: Yeah. And I think if we, I think it's, it could be powerful too if we shifted the perspective and really thought about it as an aspect of self-care that we're providing for ourselves, you know, that we're really you're taking these steps in order to maintain or improve your own health, which then will help you feel better. You'll show up in the world in a happier, more at ease state, you know, and you'll you'll be that way with your kids, your family, your job. And, and that has a trickle-down effect and a ripple effect to everyone you interact with too. And I think as, and like you said, the movement's growing. So i think as more of us we we if we start to demand more of our regulating bodies more of the companies out there that are maybe doing the the shady stuff that you know these if we again like i said like demand more of them then maybe we can raise the bar um with a unified front so absolutely
2: (laughs) that's what i always say that's why i advocate for these companies the more, you know, we vote with our, our wallets, the more we, we buy from these companies, the less – and you know it's happening because some of these, you know, big brand conventional toxic, they're coming out with, oh, we're not going to use parabens and X, Y, and Z as starting in 2027 or whatever.
1: It,
2: it wouldn't be real. I mean, it, you know what I mean? If, if it really wasn't a threat, they wouldn't be. Now they're still going to use a ton of – like, some of these products, you know, they come out like, oh, we're paraben free. Yeah, but you also have 50 other toxins. It's great that are paraben free, but, you know, it, there's so many. And even, like, some of the big companies, uh, big stores, they are they're they say, oh, we're not going to be using any products that have X, Y, and Z in them, even selling them in our store. So it's, yeah. it's happening. But we definitely vote with our wallets.
0: Yeah, and I think it just comes back to, you know, we we have the obligation to ourselves and to the people that we love to be educated and to be self-informed yes. in the best way possible. And again, like we said earlier, it's a journey. So be gentle with yourself, but maybe, you know, like, you know, once a week or every day or whatever your threshold is for learning something new, you know, try to like read something new or. You know yeah. um use one of the apps that we talked about or some of the resources that are on kelly's website to yeah. you know just add add to your knowledge library um right because yeah and it look at it in self-care and, yeah. it's true
2: like you said look at it in yeah. self-care it's it's it is and you're so right if you don't fill your cup you have really depleted and you're just not the best for everybody else and it really does believe me like i said earlier it i notice a difference in myself i notice a difference in my clients. You, you, you just notice a difference, and it really helps the stress levels immensely.
0: Yes. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. And, again, um, your website is com forward slash summit to sign up for the summit. And was there anything else that you wanted to leave us with? or Just thank you so or, much. This is yeah, so great okay.
2: chatting with you. <laughs>
0: Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody go out there and sign up for the summit and um, get that amazing information download that she's going to give you. And then, you know, just be open to, you know, filling up and filling in with all the wonderful information that's out there. So thank you again, Kelly. And I look forward to having you back sometime.
2: Oh, that'd be great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're so welcome. Okay, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you in June. (laughs) Bye. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Here are all
0: of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show.
1: You're listening to News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained since January 1997. We began our 25th year in broadcasting in January 2022, and we're just getting started. Exploring the edge of human consciousness and possibility on planet Earth with founder and journalist Nicole Marie Whitney at the helm. What's really real, and what's really possible? That is what we want to know. Join us at newsforthesoul.com newsforthesoul.com